Today we're reading Acts chapter 3. One afternoon, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate, called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those entering the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked directly at him, as did John. Look at us, said Peter. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, silver or gold I do not have. But what I have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Get up and walk. Taking him by the hand, Peter helped him up. And at once the man's feet and ankles were made strong. He sprang to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and leaping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the man who used to sit begging at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. While the man clung to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and ran to them in the walkway called Solomon's Colonnade. And when Peter saw this, he addressed the people, men of Israel, why are you surprised by this? Why do you stare at us? as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant, Jesus. You handed him over and rejected him before Pilate, even though he had decided to release him. You rejected the Holy and Righteous One and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead, and we are witnesses of the fact." By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know has been made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given him this complete healing in your presence. And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did your leaders. But in this way, God has fulfilled what he foretold through all the prophets, saying that his Christ would suffer Repent then and turn back so that your sins may be wiped away, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus the Christ who has been appointed for you. Heaven must take him in until the time comes for the restoration of all things, which God announced long ago through his holy prophets. For Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your brothers. You must listen to him. In everything he tells you. Everyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from among his people. Indeed, all the prophets from Samuel on, as many as have spoken, have proclaimed these days, and you are sons of the prophets and of the covenant God made with your fathers when he said to Abraham, Through your offspring, all the families of the earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant, he sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. And this is God's word. God's power was at work in the world and in the disciples like never before in the days after Pentecost, which we read about yesterday. Here in chapter 3, Peter was headed with John to the temple to pray and healed a man who had never walked by the power of Jesus, according to verses 1 through 11. Then explain the good news to the audience around him in verses 12 through 26. In the middle of Peter's gospel message, he said these words, You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. Verse 15 says that. 
I find this phrase, you killed the author of life, fascinating. The word author describes God as a storyteller. He has a plan, and it is unfolding through the lives of everyone in Scripture and in your life and mine as believers in Christ. As the author of life, God is the creator of all things, including life. The Bible tells us repeatedly that Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, was the active agent of God who created. It was his voice that said, let there be light in Genesis 1. And it was he who formed Adam out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. It was Christ who took a rib from Adam's side to create Eve. There is no life apart from Jesus. Ironic then, that men killed Jesus. Apart from the creating power of Jesus, humanity would never have existed. Apart from his sustaining grace, humanity would cease to exist immediately. He is the author of life, not only making us alive, but writing for each of us a story, a personality, a background, a cast of other characters, and all the other elements of story. Yet when he entered into the world, he was not honored by the characters in the story he wrote as the author. Instead, he was killed, even though all living things depend on him. Fortunately, that was all part of his story, and it did not end with his death. Instead, God raised him from the dead, according to verse 15b. We celebrate this truth on Easter Sunday. But important as remembering the event of the resurrection is, it is even more important to understand the point of the resurrection. And the point of the resurrection is, repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that the times of refreshing may come from the Lord, and that he may send his Messiah, who has been appointed for you, even Jesus, according to verses 19 through 20. I write these devotionals for Christians to strengthen us with the word of God. But it's very possible that someone reading this or listening to this or watching this is not yet a Christian. And you found this page on my website or you subscribe to my devotional or you found this on YouTube or something, but you're not yet a Christian. Do you understand that your story, your life is one thread in a thick fabric of interwoven stories of all people on earth? Do you see that all of us depend on Jesus for existence? That we all need him to rescue us from the consequences of our rebellion against God? And that we are all designed to bring glory and worship to Jesus when he returns to be our Lord on this earth? If so, if you've just realized the gospel, or maybe you've known it, but you've never come to Christ, turn to him. In the words of verse 19, repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out and that the times of refreshing may come from the Lord. That's our desire for you, to see you come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Will you turn to him in faith today and trust him as your Lord? And if you've enjoyed these videos and been helped by these devotionals, and maybe you don't receive these in your email each day, please go to dailypbj.com slash subscribe and subscribe by email for them. Also, if you would, consider becoming a financial supporter of mine so that I can make more content like this and help more people find Christ and learn from his word. Go to dailypbj.com support for that. 
You could also share this devotional, especially this one, if you know someone who doesn't know Christ, but might be willing to watch a short video about him. I hope you have a great day. May God bless you.